Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey folks, welcome. Oh, hey folks, welcome back to the second hour of power with your two knuckleheads, Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True New Power. Yeah, Danny, we're knuckleheads. <laughs> we'll talk about jazz that way. <laughs> and nice. uh we, uh, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. And right now, oh, 799-1250, is you got, if you got any comments or questions or whatever, 414-799-1250. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. And right now, we have Lori Scherf in the studio with us. Lori yeah, comes in. Look what blew in. Yeah, you come in uh, <laughs> two, three, four times a year, whatever yeah. it is, and talk about fishing and hunting and all that. So we're going to get on turkey stuff but first we got to talk first first i gotta ask you a question mm-hmm. now you were down in kentucky yep. fishing muskies recently and uh now you're an avid angler for all kinds of fish but you really like the musky fishing oh eh? that's my passion yeah okay so now you make bucktails called boo bucks yes that's correct i take it those are marabou yes marabou oh, okay. and deer tail hair so okay, we get so the it's boo the com- bou and then the bu- it's a combination combination mm-hmm. okay are, you, are they selling those at Smokies yet? Did Not you talk? You I, didn't I, go to Ron and do that. <laughs> I Tell have him. a Facebook page finally. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 50 and I finally got into Facebook. Hey, yeah. hey What's careful. The Facebook <laughs> getting all your information mined. <laughs> yeah, I know. What, right, no, I know. Maybe Zuckerberg will yeah. order some from yeah, you. Yeah, I know. He'll start charging us, what, right? What's your Facebook page? It is Lori Scherf, Boobuck Musky Baits. And Scherf is spelled S C H E R F. Correct. Lori okay. Yep, and it's L O R I E. So it's a public page. You can go there and look at the album, and you can see all the musky baits that are custom made. Okay. So. All right. Tell us about your trip down to Kentucky. Oh, it was an epic trip. Um, never had this ever happen. And we went down on Good Friday. We fished. Um, basically, it's a reservoir in Cave Run. And we went down Friday. We got our licenses and et cetera and our parking passes, and we fished down. And by when the, you say we, that's you and your husband. My, yes, yes, my husband and I. And uh, we fished down by the dam because we uh, had our guide, Tony Grant, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And so we just went down by the dam fishing offshore, and I'm fishing my new Phantom that I got from uh, John Carlson up in um, Phillips, Wisconsin. And we raised three fish just right offshore. They came in, swiped at the baits. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a pretty awesome trip. Well, we go out Saturday, never saw a fish. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, <neither laughs> that happens in musky fishing, yeah. And yeah. Um, it was kind of chilly. It was probably, if 50 degrees, the water was 
49, 50 degrees. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely a colder spring, but we went down two weeks earlier this year mm-hmm. than last year. And so Sunday rolls around. Now we have April Fool's and Easter. And second cast in, bam, I get a fish, a 34-incher. Okay. Not 10 minutes later, I get a 39-and-a-half. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a pretty awesome day. So I'm not, I'm thinking this in the back of my mind. I'm like, maybe I'm going to go for, you know, my hat trick here. And I'm not going to say it because then you're going to curse yourself. Yeah. So in the process, we're seeing fish and raising fish throughout the day. And I switched with my husband. He had the front of the boat and then I went to the back of the boat and we went back to the spot that we were catching fish and I got a 40 and a half. I'm like, okay, there's something going on here. Now, 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 now three. Yeah, now I have three, three in the boat in one day. And my guide, Scott Selshi, is is just like, this is not this is not right. This is, what's going on here? I said, I don't know. The plants and stars are aligning. I have no idea. So by the end of the day, we had raised a few really nice fish. I mean, they were probably upper 40s mm-hmm. and came in low and slow, just kind of, eh, nah, I'm not interested. So by the end of the day, the guide's you know, asking us, so where do you want to go? And I said, I'm not making that decision. So I took, I had a quarter in my pocket. Why I had a quarter in my pocket, I have no idea. Flipped it. I said, heads, we go down to where we were catching the fish. Tails, we go down to the big girl that we saw. Well, it happened to be heads. So we went down to where we, where we were catching fish and popped a 42 and a half. And right before that, I was saying, I hate figure eight fish. Absolutely. I dork out. You know, you're seeing this fish mm-hmm. come in and, you know, your knees are knocking. And well, what happens, it comes in on a figure eight. Turned it the first time. Second time, she just opened up, T-boned that bait, and I'm like, fish, you know, and such a drag. And, you know, then it was like a rodeo on the boat, so, you know, a few uh, F-bombs going, <laughs> <laughs> get, it, get it in the net. But, um, yeah, it was definitely an epic trip. And as soon as we got it in the net, uh, Scott, our guide, sat down, and him and my husband made eye contact, and you just kind of were like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> so you so, so you got five altogether? Four fish, four. In, and I missed another one, so I would have had mm-hmm. five in the boat in one day, which is kind of unheard of. Okay, now so, you said that these were pre, pre-spawn muskies? Yeah, pre-spawn mucky, muskies, and you can fish all year round down there. Mm-hmm. Um, it does not does not have a closed season on mm-hmm. cave runs, so, which is kind of nice. So if you get the, the bug and the itch to fish down there, um, you know, it's definitely a... You know, a nice place to go. So, wow. how far of a drive is is that? Because I well, if I'm driving, it took about less than eight hours. So, <laughs> <laughs> Miss Miss Leadfoot over Ledford, there, Lori, um, it took about eight hours. We actually yeah. well, left. that's not as far as no, what it's I would not. It's think. not actually that far it's less at all. Than what I went, yeah, it's less than five hundred miles. Um, basically, you know, we take uh, you know ninety four through Chicago, and then we're going north through Indy, and then we take uh, a different route going towards Cincinnati and then cut down instead mm-hmm. of taking the I-65. I-65 is just... Is that on the east end of Kentucky? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And it's in the Daniel Boone National Forest. So it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a gorgeous just to go down there just to see all the mountains and rock formations mm-hmm. and stuff. Now, have you been walleye fishing this year yet? No, I have not. No. no. Uh, we did the little bit over uh, ice fishing up north. Yeah. Uh, north and south when we ice fished. So oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I was hoping our Boulder Junction connection dennis royce would call us because you know they were supposed to get like 10 to 12 inches of snow up north uh-huh. and now or, or yesterday i heard that it was just raining yesterday morning so maybe yeah. they might hopefully it'll bypass them but i doubt right, it right <laughs> They're still right, gonna right. Get it. according to the dnr website there's still as much as 20 inches yep. on some lakes way up north yeah there is. there is yeah it's, yep. it's gonna be a late spring that's yeah for we sure. have friends up there that it, they're just i told them i said you're gonna be ice fishing until opening weekend of may 
up there. Well, okay. there's been some years, Tom, oh, that yeah. they're actually ice fishing for the walleyes in May. Yeah. Well, there have been years where the, the, the tribal Indians could not get out and spear mm-hmm. because yeah. of it, you know, because of the ice. Yeah, so... Yeah. So. Uh, now, are now uh, let's turn gears just a little bit. We'll get back into fishing and stuff. But uh, <laughs> are are you gearing up for the turkey season? I know you're a turkey hunter. Yes, we are. Uh, my husband has opening week, which is next week. It starts next Wednesday, and mm-hmm. I have the following week. So this will be one of my first earlier weeks in a long time because I've been putting in for first and second, and I haven't gotten it for years, and okay. it's always been the last couple periods. So it'll be interesting to you know get them in there earlier. So hopefully they won't be hand up yet. Or um, now your husband gets to go the first week, you go the second week. But do you guys still go together? Or? We will. We'll yeah. try. I'll you know I'll usually try and go before work. So when he's already at work, so um you know definitely try and get out before work for about an hour or so. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if it you know during the weekend if I still haven't gotten a bird, then he'll sit and call for me. Okay. So. Do you guys do anything special when you're turkey hunting? No. No. no, basically we just we'll sit on the ground and take our shotgun, and sometimes I'll bring my I have a little blind, um, uh, like fabric and just yeah, it's a little around. wrap around. Yeah, a little wrap around, and it's just so you're more mobile mm-hmm. um, instead of sitting in an actual tent or blind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, just, you have to chase the birds, and if they're going away from you, you're gonna have to try and chase them down. Do you move yeah. a lot when you're out? Yes and no. Um, yeah. Down here, not so much, but it, my husband used to fish up in or. Hunt. Turkey hunt, yeah, uh, up in uh, Black River, and then you would basically chase them down. You know, you you listen for the them calling and gobbling, yeah. and you try to sneak up, sneak up on them. Be a little, yeah, be a little ninja. Yeah, be stealthy about <laughs> yeah. it. But they are yeah. a lot smarter than what you think they are. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. um, you know, and they and they can see color, so you definitely want to wear a full camouflage, face masks, mm-hmm. everything. Uh, you know, you just don't want to wear anything color because they can't see it. Yeah, yeah. And if you are walking out in the woods, please don't wear red, white, or blue. Yeah. In the woods, uh, yeah. you you know, you could be mistaken as a turkey. Which do. is really weird. I mean, it's happened in the past. It has We've talked talked about it where a guy will be calling a bird and some other guy will shoot him thinking that he's a bird. It's like, right. what, you can't, yeah, you, can't you don't see. shoot unless you see what it is, <laughs> exactly, you know? I mean, exactly. you just don't shoot into bushes, you know, right, whatever. Right. And especially if you're hunting on public <sighs> land, too. You just yeah. have to be more aware of, you know, did I see something white? Was that a turkey's head or something blue or, you know, because the tom turkeys, you know, their heads are are bright blue, red, and white. Mm-hmm. So you know, you just don't want to be out in the woods with those specific colors. Wear something else, bright orange or something. <laughs> now, last year, Danny, was it last year or the year before, Danny, you brought in that thing? It, it It's just... Well, for reaping. It, it, yeah. You know what that is? <laughs> no. Uh, t- tell her, Danny. Well, it it actually looks like a... Uh, a big like turkey. Like a, a turkey fanning. Oh, okay. And then what you do is got a little Oh, you sneak up behind it. No, <laughs> no, no. no. The, the turkeys actually will charge you. Okay. They will actually, the tom turkey, the way it works, will actually spot you and come running towards you. Now, I it's a real, but the one I bought is small. So sure, sure enough, I, I spotted a fan turkey right where I thought I'd find one. It was amazing. And uh, so I, I, I tried to sneak up on it, and it, it just slowly kind of walked away. It didn't really run, but okay. it didn't come towards me. So I think it saw my fat butt sticking out from the side. It wasn't big enough. Now, my brother took the fans from like three turkey. He's got one that's about four or five feet wide by wow. about four feet high. And it's he's got it on a PCV pipe. 
And the first time he used it, there were a couple of toms across the field. He said it was hilarious. He crouched down behind it, walked towards them, and the two broke off from the flock. Two toms at once came running straight towards them. <laughs> when, they got, when he got 20 yards from them, he said he was laughing. It was just unbelievable. He popped his head up over the top, <laughs> and he says, "These, you want to see confused turkeys? <laughs> he said he, he could hardly... He was laughing, so he could hardly decide which one he wanted to shoot at as they went to go scrambling. Right. And he did end up blasting one. So it works. I saw him do it where he, uh, we spotted some jakes across the field last year, and he, we'd had a morning of calling. And he says, I'm going to go use use my thing and, and go. And he walked right up on, on the Jakes and blasted wow. one. That's so crazy. To, it, to, it is crazy. Yeah, to give our uh, listeners kind of an idea, it's 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 kind of like having a big umbrella in front of you that you're crouched behind with a little, but the front of it looks like a turkey and there's a little slot in it so that you can see through it, you know. And that's what it is. It's like a big and umbrella can, that yeah, you just yeah. want to crouch they behind. It, they call it yeah. reaping. Now, they call it reaping. Speaking of safe, you got to make sure. Nobody thinks you're a, yeah, that you're a turkey walking towards them. Yeah. But you would think a guy would be able to determine that much more than a hormone-crazed turkey. Yeah, you would think so. Well, folks, we got to go to a quick break. We'll be right back here on 1250 AM and 105.7 FM. The fans, stay tuned for more. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoor, 799-1250. If you, too, would like to talk turkey with us this morning. Yeah, we're talking with Lori Scherf, a very avid angler and hunter and uh, had a good musky trip. Are you looking forward to a good musky trip this year up here on our lakes? I hope so. I hope yeah. the, the the good mojo keeps going. Um, yeah. We're definitely going to fish opening weekend. We have the Quad County Challenge with Muskies, Inc., mm-hmm. our chapter up here, and, and that's Saturday and Sunday. And then we have the following weekend is our fundraiser on the 12th. Um, Who's our? Our Muskies, Inc. chapter. Okay. And that's our big fundraiser. And so everybody's welcome to mm-hmm. come there and... I guess we got a caller. He's got a question for you, maybe. Hey, 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 quit, jump, quit jumping. Let me take some notes. Here's the producer. And let <laughs> oh me get going on. Here anyway. he starts crying again. Oh, not crying. Just trying crying to get the... Crying again. As long as you're not reproducing back there, because we don't need any more kids born in the world with weak knees. All right. Uh, and, and, and done, with, done with that now. Bad I've, got, I've got Captain Dave and uh, Colin from Green Bay. He's got a quick fishing report. Hey, good. Up oh, on good. the Fox, Fox hey. River and uh, Colin River. got one, a report. Hey, Captain Dave. Good morning. Sorry, sorry, sorry about the botch there guys morning Kevin. what's going on guys yeah hey, not so, much doing good man so what what what's going on up at the bay well uh or i mean on the fox yeah. river because the bay has got some ice on it yet yeah a lot of ice um i was up there tuesday and wednesday and uh we fished uh oconto which is kind of open a lot of floating ice up there and uh the mail is just starting to come in it's pretty cold yet but uh they actually had a uh, an incident here, what was it, yesterday, where the wind shifted and the ice kind of moved in, and where they have four or five boats get stuck out there, so it's still wow. pretty dangerous. Wow. Um, they, uh, well, now with this east, northeast wind blowing at 30 or 40, it's going to be really dangerous up there. Um, 
In fact, I talked to a friend of mine, uh, Kevin Pischke, who's a musky guy, walleye guy up there and works for the fire department. And I think what he said is they're taking the piers out at the Metro launch because of all the ice kind of pouring into the river and the damage wow. on the shoreline. Wow. So, yeah, they're expecting some problems there. But uh, we did have some success on the Fox. Um, I mean, there's a ton of boats out there, certainly this time of year. But nighttime trolling, um, you know, starting about uh, after supper time, you know, trolling uh, like the Husky Jerk uh, 14s and Rogue 10s and had a great time catching both uh, pre-spawn and post-spawn fish. And, so you've, uh, you've already got some that have spawned already then. Yeah, there's, uh, I think the biggest, well, we had the 29, um, 29 inches, but it was a spawned out female, and then we wow. caught some other ones that are on their way in. So uh, various stages of spawn going on there. It'd be interesting to see what the weather uh does notice to the fishing up there now because, man, we're going to have, you know, four days of this up there especially. But uh, It's going to yeah. be crazy. Plenty of room. Yeah. Fox temperatures are in the, in the 40s, uh, low 40s, and, uh, you know, a lot of boats um, scattered throughout, you know, either jigging. Um, seems like the, the jigging bite was really good um, during the day. Well, we, got some, uh, we got some fish on ripping wraps as well, casting... Uh, um, casting up by the by the bridge here. You know, I didn't realize who you were right away. It's the big O. Oh, what's going on? Well, <laughs> hey, hey, Dave. Um, what the uh, hell's going yeah. on out here? Hey, Dave. Uh, I did. There I was going to mention that about. I had I had heard that yesterday that there were like four or five boats by Ocano. They went out yeah. and then the ice blew in and they couldn't get back in and and they had to. They had to get what the DNR, whoever, uh, some uh, hover, what fire department, and they used somebody's yeah. private launch to yeah, pull them did, out. Uh, yeah, wow. You know, it was Crazy. interesting. Tuesday morning when I was up there, you you come out of the river and there was a, a really really big sheet of ice um, along the shoreline, you know, to the to the north, and and then the problem is there's there's floating chunks, and you know some are. Mm. Some you can see above the water, others you can't. And guys are, I mean, I talked to some guys at the launch who are coming from Minnesota and Iowa and never been there. And these guys get out of there, out of the river, and they're gassing it out of there. And, oh, man, you know, they don't, a lot of people don't know. I mean, and I think the, the problem that, you know, you see up there is the ice that's, let's just say, to the south. I mean, some of these ice jams are 20, 30 feet high on shore, and then they break away, and then, those chunks break away, so you just don't know what you're going to run into. But what happened there uh, yesterday or the day before is um, there's the bay between Ocanto and Pestigo. And, you know, it's an area where, you know, some of the fish are going to kind of stage before they come in to spawn. But a lot of big sheets of ice were out there. In fact, we went back Wednesday afternoon, and, and the ice to me looks significantly different even though the wind was going off ashore and, you know, was felt safe being out there. But the wind changed and it blew all these huge sheets of ice and chunks of ice in there. And uh, there's some pictures on Facebook and you can kind of like search it out. But there's an area of open water where the boats ended up, but everything else was just, you know, kind of like log jammed in. And, uh, hey, Dave, you know. Let me ask you, the trolling in the river, your nighttime trolling, you mentioned jerks and rogues, the suspended ones. Are are you doing using the, the, the deep diving ones, trolling the channel, or are you using the shallow ones, try, trying to troll the uh, the flats along the edges of, of the channel? Well, it's interesting. Um, 
you know, there's a lot of boats, and and I think with lighted, most have lighted uh, planer boards, which which helps. But we found just to avoid the traffic, uh, we were up on the flats, and it seems as though what we were getting bid on was the inside toward shore boards and 10 feet, 12 feet of water. So. Um, in the, in the early spring, um, the, the smaller action, like the suspending, um, husky jerks and then those, uh, those rogue tens really slow 0.8 to point to 1.0. It just was really effective. Um, you know, shallow, the later it got, we were getting them off the board that was running 15 feet off of shore and in probably eight feet of water. And, uh, didn't matter the color. I think every lure we had out. Uh, didn't matter the color; it's just the action. They're running about six, seven feet down, and uh, yeah, a lot of fun. You just got to kind of manage the the boat traffic there, and for the most part, everybody's really courteous and whatnot. But it seems as though everybody hauls mail um, down river, turns around, sets up, and a lot of guys out in the deep in, in the channel there. And uh, but we were up on the flat and found success there. Cool. That's great. Cool. That's a good report, cool. Dave. Thank you. Hey, uh, I got to give you a call some time off air uh, about possible smallmouth the end of next month. Well, I tell you what, uh, we're going to be up. I've kind of moved some uh, dates around here at the studio to, to free up that, and we are going to do that this year. I know last year we, we were in two different areas, and I'm determined to get up where you were last year. So, uh, but yeah, we'll be up every week. We'll be up a couple of days this week if uh, if the weather allows it, and then. It's going to be a late spring, but still a lot of good fishing to come. I'll swing by your studio. Maybe you can, you know, take a portrait of me I can put above my couch in my living room. <laughs> well, you know, we could, we could take a portrait. Like Napoleon. By 10, by 10, you could sell them to the ladies, you know. There you go. I'll sign them. There you go. Yeah, chicks will be digging right. it. Yep. Hey, thanks for calling, Dave. All right. Talk to you guys we'll later. Talk to you later. Hey, Bye now. Thanks. All right. Um, you know, Lori, we were talking before about uh, – Lure colors yes, and lures yes. and all that. Now, you were using, a, what did you call them again, phantoms? I had the phantoms, yeah. soft tails, a little six and a half inch um, now, is my favorite. Is that a jerk bait? It's a, Yeah, so it's a okay. jerk bait. You can twitch it and let okay. it pause. Um, the slower, the better down yeah. there because we had 48 degree to 50 degree water and everything needed a slow presentation. Well, well that's kind of the same um, up here it early, is, it if, is. in an early in a, cold yeah, season. Uh, now, what color were you using? The color I was using is called a nuge. Okay. And I had bought and it what from... Co- wait a minute. What color is the, <laughs> the nuge? nuge? What color it's is that? It's after Ted Nugent. It's like a zebra striped. Okay. Uh, zebra, it's black and white, and it had an orange belly. Okay. And it was the contrast, I believe. This is this is what drives me nuts. You go into a catalog. <laughs> now, I'm a buyer for two stores, okay? I buy fishing tackle for two stores. And you go in a catalog, uh, you know, the uh, distributor's catalog. Right. And I have all different lures by different manufacturers. And then you go looking at the colors. They don't tell you what color it is. No. They'll say, oh, this is Sunrise. This is Parakeet. This is Pumpkin. This is the Nuge. This <laughs> right, is, right. they got all, oh, this is Baby Puke. I mean, they got all these <laughs> names. It's like, tell me what color it is. Right. I don't, is it I don't blue? know is what it these are. Is it purple? I, don't, I didn't yeah. realize what color it was until I came home because I only bought one of those baits at yeah. the Waukesha Muskie Show from. Uh, Ross's bait shop, uh-huh. and I actually had to send a picture of it back to Phantom and say, "Where did I get? To? I think I got this at Ross's." And they yeah. emailed me back and said, "Yes, it, it's that you got it from them." And I, so I called Ross's and I said, "I need three more of those." Yeah, <laughs> um, and it I 
bought one for my husband Gene. I kept a spare, and I sent one down to our guide. You know, for oh, that thank was you. nice of you. And that was nice. you know, just to say that it was an epic day, and yeah. you know, we appreciate you. And um, you know, here you go. So. You know, years ago, before we go to a break, I just got to tell you real quick. Years ago, when I was muskie guiding, if a person and and I don't know why I did this, I thought this was dumb. I was wasting money, but <laughs> when if a person caught a muskie on a lure, it was their first legal muskie. Right. What I would do is I would take that lure, as long as they we still had it at the end of the day, okay. and I would put down the date and the size okay. So that and then let them keep the lure. Oh, that's cool. So that yeah. they had it. And every now and then they'd get one big enough where they wanted to mount, you know, mm-hmm. so they could have the lure with the fish, you right. know, like how right. it's yep. go, like the fish yep. is attacking it, you know. And I always gave that as a remembrance, you know, if people yeah, wanted. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I... The dumbest thing I ever did was I gave a slammer to this lady where... I should have never given that slammer away. The they don't reason make it anymore. No, no, they <laughs> still they, they okay. make it, but I'll explain why after the break. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with more folks of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 1057 FM The Fan. is on fire on fire catching muskellunge on cave run lake in kentucky is our special guest that's Lori scherf on fire love that song <laughs> and, she, and she was dancing to it yes, you know moving yes. back and forth and i actually played that song in the boat after like fourth fish and had my guide crying in oh, tears so fun. yeah it was was he crying because of the dance moves i don't know I, I pulled a gillespie crying. in the boat i'm oh, sorry you pulled a gillespie. I, was, I pulled a gillespie i yeah the whole state oh, of kentucky heard me catching fish down there that's funny <laughs> Oh, and I was going to say, okay, what I teased before was there you was one lure I gave away. Tom. I gave away a lure that I should have never given away because it was a specific slammer lure when uh, uh, Bill Schwartz first came out with the six-inch right. slammer. <laughs> out of wood. Yeah, and you and I, I've told this to you, Danny, before, that uh, for, he gave me one, right? And I had two guiding clients. This is when I used to guide up on a Monaco chain. Okay. And so I had two guys out in the boat with me. I had never used this lure before. He just gave it to me. I'm up on this trip. I tied it on because I wanted to see what it looked like, you know, the six-inch slammer. And all it was doing was hanging from the edge of the boat, the rod over my lap. And I was telling the guy in the – the one guy in the middle was saying – sitting there doing whatever. I don't know. The guy in the front was doing something. And I always tell those guys – you always tell them, right, Danny? Watch behind your lure when you're bringing it in. In mm-hmm. case you got to follow, right, watch right. behind your lure. Well, this guy, he wasn't paying attention to anything. And he would cast perpendicular to the boat, but as the boat's moving along, I always told him, cast towards the front of the boat so that when your retrieve is coming in, it's perpendicular then to you, where you right. are. Well, he was casting perpendicular, and the lure would come from the side of the boat, from the back of the boat, basically. Okay. So my lure's hanging over the water, this new six-inch slammer, hanging over the water, about a foot out of the water. And... He must have been having a follow, and this fish saw this lure hanging in the in in the air. Yep. And it came up, and with its mouth open, the lure went through its mouth and out its gill plate. Oh wow! Okay, and 
and and almost took the rod right out of my lap. The rod went flying up. I grabbed the rod and just held on to it, put a net under it, and put it in the boat. It was a legal <laughs> fish, you know. It wasn't all that big, 34, right, 35 right. inches. And so here I got this lure that I never cast, never seen water, and it caught a muskie without ever touching well, water. <laughs> and the following week, I had a lady out on Oconomowoc Lake. I said, this lure's hot. you got to use this. You know, you got to try this lure. Right. And, of course, she did catch a nice, I think it was 37, 38-incher, and I gave it to her. I should never have given that nope, lure that away. that was your lucky Because sometimes, you know, certain lures, and I'm sure you, Danny, you've got a few that it seems like you got a certain lure that I don't know if it just wiggles the right way. It's yep. got some yep. something about it is special. It's got good mojo. It's something got something in the way <laughs> yeah. she moves. Something is special. <laughs> now, now, okay, you make boo bucks. Mm-hmm. You make bucktails. Yep. Are they single blade, double blade? I do both. I do okay. the single blades, double blades. Um, there's a new blade out there. It's called a trilogy blade that I um, thank you for. Scott Polzin, uh, he sells his lures down at Smokies, and got a few that I've been testing out okay. and love it. Now, love those blades. But bucktails don't work so good down there in Cape Not Run? at this time of the year. No, uh, it's everything is low. You know, they want something slow. They don't want something that's fast and, mm-hmm. and larger. Uh, last year, although you know, I was using a smaller Rizzo tail, which is a smaller bucktail that I've made, and did real well on that down there. But it was smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, the some of the boo bucks are quite large that mm-hmm. I've made like for Green Bay and stuff, double hooks, double blades. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're using mag eights, which is you know, like a nine or a ten blade. I've never had luck with that small bait stuff. Going no? back to when I started musky fishing and picked up a bunch of rizzle yeah. tails, the I conventional. Have, yeah. yeah, I do the inline blades the... on mine because you get more of a thump yeah. on them. It's ca- What's up, Jazz? What are you going to say? Don't mean to interrupt, but I just got a call from a gentleman, uh, a surfing update. Lake Michigan, oh, right on the shore. There's 14 right footers by, out there. It's up to 23 now. Oh, my. Wow. wow. It might be worth going down. What, yeah, right by, right by, yeah, by Bradford Beach. Oh, wow. 23-foot waves? Yes. Wow. Holy wow. cow. You know, you know if I'm not on crutches right now, That'd I'm going to go get my longboard. That'd be worth going down there and <laughs> exactly. watching it because when it hits the break wall, yeah. it, oh, it has that sh- comes huge up. Awesome, That would be awesome to see. Yes. I'm d- after, after I'm done here, I'm definitely... Driving down that would be cool. That would be cool. I bet you there's going to be some photographers down there that are taking cool pictures. Oh yeah, and I guarantee you you there's going to be one person out there surfing. Trying to guarantee it. I hope they're wearing a wetsuit. Over, over, under. If somebody gave me an over and under of six and a half, I'd say that's well over twenty-three foot waves. Wow, those are huge. That's awesome. Well, it is blowing hard. Yeah, it is blowing out there. So. Anyway, uh, we were talking about the bucktails. Now, you were going to say, Danny, you never had success you know, with the those small, small bait, ones. The small, bait, I, the small bait phenomena for the spring, uh, it's conventional wisdom, but I've done it's just as well on... On big baits, right? Mm-hmm. Big baits in yeah. the spring. In fact, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. In fact, last year was the second week of June or first week, right around the 12th, I think, was actually my first time out musky fishing on Pewaukee. Oh, wow. And I started out with these guys in the morning, and we were th- we were throwing big. We started medium sized, then I went downsized, and then at the end I said, "Screw it," and we went big and audacious. And a guy got a forty six incher wow. on a double cowgirl and in, in bright pink. You know, Danny, it just and Lori, it just goes to prove. And we're talking with Lori Scherf, uh, maker of Boo Bucks, 
an avid outdoors lady, fishing and hunting. Uh, yeah. But the thing with, with muskies in the spring, they didn't read the same books that we read. No, no Although, they so, never do. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, we say, yeah, use smaller baits, slower baits. But, you know, at times... It doesn't matter. I, w- I will. You know? I will back that up. There it has one small bait that's worked well in the spring for me. An old one of those old favorite baits. I've got a baby bobby bait in Fire Tiger. Yeah, mm-hmm. all chewed up from both yep. pike and mm-hmm. muskies, yep. and mm-hmm. that's nearly won me a few musky tournaments in the spring mm-hmm. out there. So I guess that is the one that. But mm-hmm. you got to have a chop going with it. Although it does work good under mm-hmm. pitching the piers this yeah. early spring. No, I a couple of twitches yeah. and whoosh. <laughs> yeah, I've never uh, used a boo buck. I don't. Right. I don't have one. But you know, I, I used to use uh, a lot of times a small meps in the mm-hmm. spring. Not yep. not yep. not really small. Small. You know, like, like a giant like, killer. Like, yeah, like a giant. I've killer. I've done well which, with that meps yeah. marabou in the spring. Which, the yellow okay. one. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. the meps musky killer compared to other musky bucktails would be considered small. Right. Right. You know, it's maybe six inches or something like that. Right, you know? but it, it would... is—it's an awesome bait. We use a lot of the Meps Giant Killers. I rebuild the hair on the ends. Yeah, I'll stick a little bit of red tinsel and some red feathers in there because they do get chewed up. I mean, eventually, oh, yeah. and I'll rebuild that part of it and just put. I, bake, the... I have a little baggie that we carry with us. <laughs> and in the, the wire, boat. and the wire gets bent every yeah. now and then from yeah. a fish. You know, you you end up. I used to uh, use years ago. I had a lot of uh, uh, ghost tails. Okay. And uh, man, those things would get bent up after oh, a yeah. fish. They get bent up bad. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, why I was else. making some rabbit squirrels, <laughs> yeah. and I'm using the heavier wire, the, the yeah. 60 wires, and just to make them heavier. Yeah. yeah. And you know, because they are going to get bent up. Yep. You know, well, listen, which is a good yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, we got to go to a break, folks. This is the last break of the day. Seven nine. Oh, you got the phone lines tied up right now, Jess. Okay, we got the phone lines tied up, so we're just going to be talking to Lori, Danny, and Tommy. Here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Stay tuned for more. It's the final countdown. The final countdown. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply <laughs> Cutting Edge Outdoors. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. There he is. I'm oh, sorry, I was busy. Yeah. Just uh, having a moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jazz opened up the phone lines again, so I didn't open them. I, I, I well, fixed no, I said, ever... I said I said before that you had closed See, them. See what what had happened and was, now I was closed them because I was fixing them. And yeah, now I'm I glad you fix. guys. Oh, got that. As long as that we got everything we straight. Doing. Let's get oh, on with this. I got to tell you guys. Uh, yeah, this past week I took a ride out to Skipper Buds, one of our sponsors. Okay. And I, I, I was doing a little fact finding mission, you know, because now they're what kind of facts. Did you well, find Tom? The thing is, is that you know they're they're a big Alumacraft dealer now. They've got Alumacrafts in all their dealerships throughout the U.S. You know, or the Midwest, and uh, so out there in Pewaukee at Silvernail Road, you know, they they got Alumacrafts, but you know they, they don't have a real big showroom. Up, they've got like upstairs showroom, downstairs showroom, and then outside. And uh, they had two Alumacrafts on the upstairs showroom, and there's some in the downstairs showroom, but most of them were outside, which is no big deal. But what I really liked was I go in there, and nobody bothered me. I, I got there wow. like 10 after 9, quarter after 9 in the morning, and nobody bo- nobody came rushing up to me, you know, like they do at some places. <laughs> yeah, they use car lots, right? Yeah. Nobody came rushing up to me. They let me look around. There was one boat that I really liked, you know, and I'm checking it all out, you know. Are you and, thinking about getting a, a Well, a, I was a looking. Tom? I was looking at it. Yay. But anyway, Yay. all right. So anyway, and uh, and and then after about, you know, 10, 15 minutes, a sales guy came up and said, uh, can I help you with anything? I thought that was nice that they let me look around and putz around right. at stuff before they 
came over and and it was very nice. And when I asked him questions, he was very you know courteous to the point, gave me the correct answers. Synced. And then I told him that I was on a fact finding mission. <laughs> fact finding. <laughs> they gave me a catalog. So which you know? See, just, I've had my Alumacraft since yeah, brand new in two thousand five, and yeah. I love yeah. Love, love yeah. that boat, and I had an Alumacraft before that, which was, I'll tell you, they're good, solid boats. Yeah. No leakers, can mm-hmm. take a pounding. As a matter of fact, Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop just bought, what was it, five or six Alumacraft rental boats for oh, wow. people yeah, to they take got the, We just awesome. bought brand the 14, new ones. 14-footers yeah, there. Yeah, brand that's, new, that's, and they look really nice. They, yeah. They look nice. That's nice. What, so what? which Alumacraft were you looking oh, at Oh, I was there, looking Tom? at a couple of them. Yeah, but what length <laughs> what, what were you kind of liking? Oh, like 16-4. See, I don't, I don't need a, a big boat. I don't need a real big one. You know, a little over 16 feet is just fine. Council, you know? right. tiller? Wait. Actually, you know, I, I, for years I preferred the tiller because mm-hmm. yeah. there's just more room. Yeah. But it's when you're going on longer runs, it's so much nicer to have a council. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> it is so much nicer. <laughs> and windshield, everything yeah. else. Right. I, I'm not too worried about the windshield, but it's just, it's just a lot easier. I remember one time my son was driving one of the boats with the council, and sometimes, I mean, with the steering, uh, I mean, uh, Tiller tour. control, and you know those those motors move left and right real easily, oh, right? Yeah. Especially to the left, you know, and because of the torque of the prop and everything, and uh, something from the boat was gonna fly out of the boat, and it went flying to the back of the boat, and my son left, he let go of the handle to grab this thing. Both of us were almost out of that boat. I was oh, hanging wow. on for dear life. I was wow. almost out of it. Both of us. And he learned a lesson. Yeah. Never let go of that tiller yep. when you're going wide open. Yep. And that was Absolutely. like with a 50 or si- a 60 horse, I think. Wow. Never let go of it because it, it'll it'll flip you quick. Yeah. Right, so, right. Anyway, little little advice. Little there. tidbit. Yep. Little tidbit. But anyway, Lori, so your plans are now uh, turkey hunting first, right? Right, right. And where do you go turkey hunting? We're what on area? We're property down here. We're oh, okay. in a southeastern Wisconsin, like town of Vernon area. Yeah, um, okay. A couple of farmers down there we, we uh, actually hunt on. And... and plenty of turkeys. Oh, God, yeah. I... What do you <laughs> yeah. like? Hey, what do you like better, better when you cook some uh, wild turkey or store-bought turkey? Oh, wild turkey. You really? I, oh, I make mine on the grill, and I take, yeah. like, two sticks of butter, and I melt it, and then I inject it. Sugar. Yeah. How about sugar? Butter. How about like, no, sugar? Brown no, no. sugar. I'm just for full cholesterol effect for the heart attack, yeah. you know, the great gripper. Yeah. But, oh, my God. But, you know, their legs are so darn long, I have to cut them down a little really? further. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, they're, they're not that store-bought crap. But they're, well, hey, don't say crap because I like the store bought ones. You know, well, they're good. I've, but, I've asked, know. I've asked, I've asked a lot of people who turkey hunt. What do you mm-hmm. like better, wild or store bought? I swear to God, it's fifty fifty. Really, fifty fifty. You're not. The depends wild turkeys are not, yeah, they're not well, pumped yeah, full of depends. hormones, yeah. they're not pumped full of water. Yeah, right, you know, yeah. you're looking at your packaging on the butter right. ball, and yeah. they're, you know. 10% water added yeah, is yeah. like, yeah, so to jack up the price. Right, them. exactly. So, they weigh more. Yeah. But, you know, that's where they're getting the juiciness from. So I'd rather just have the wild turkey and inject it with my flavor injector mm-hmm. and and slow roast it over the grill. Oh, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> you like <laughs> it, eh? good. <laughs> It's good. So, Guys, but, I'm getting hungry over I'm here. Can sorry. you stop? Yeah, I but, know. Um, and I've also smoked, uh, you know, turkeys and stuff, too. I have a mm-hmm. new smoker, a master-built smoker, mm-hmm. and um, just absolutely love Doing that kind of stuff. So first turkey hunting coming up, mm-hmm. and then uh, you'll be uh, musky fishing right when the season yep. opens. Yep. 
And down here. Yeah, down here. And, mm-hmm. you know, opening weekend, we have, like I said, the tournament. I mean, basically. Where's that at? That's on Pewaukee Lake. Oh, on Pewaukee, yeah. yeah. Opening and weekend. And so, basically, it's going to be a busy month. Yeah. So, and then also, we can fish the Fox River over by us in, in Waukesha. We actually go on a trek. We did last year. We walked six and a half miles looking for holes and fishing. We actually caught four fish really? in December. Really? And it was pretty adventurous. So we were kind of doing our walkabouts huh. all the way what from a, here all the way down to Tishigan. We basically what, were, what is it? A, is it a regular trail that goes along the river? There's, or? there's stretches. There's, um, you know, you have the Fox River parkways and, and parks. There's a lot of park areas. And mm-hmm. in farther south you go, um, there's public hunting areas you yeah. can access the river. Um, it's just getting out there and looking. And You know, I uh, the guy called earlier about catfishing. Now, the is, you know, down in the town of Waukesha, yep, where yep. the you got the like, it's almost like a lagoon, but it's a river. There's like a little low head dam there, or whatever. Yep. There, there catfishing there. I think there is. I don't. I've never seen one come out of there. I know but there's a caught, lot of carp in there. <laughs> I know people have caught muskies in there. Yes, yeah. yes. And um, we were up at the downtown dam back by Discount Liquor actually, and yeah. last weekend there was uh, two big females up there. Yeah. But I, the water was so low, I, they're having a hard time coming up, I think. You know what? That's right. I got to get over to the Oconomowoc Lake Launch yes. to look yes. down. Yes, there was I, a couple people there. Was um, there? See, this the spring's a little cool right now. It's a little cold. So normally it's right around Easter, but yes. Easter was a little earlier this right. year, I think, wasn't right. it? Yep. And so I, I think in another week, maybe those fish might yeah. be up there. And this rain is going to help bring them up as well right um, but the right. river was so gosh darn low i mean yeah. it, i mean you could walk across it literally um oh. in spots but and i went down there during the week to the dam and there wasn't a fish down there okay so i think those came up there was just a few that we had seen so mm-hmm. there's probably earlier ones and then all of a sudden now it's this rain will help and yeah. it'll help bring them back yeah up. If people want to see some cool stuff you go out to oconomowoc where the oconomowoc lake launches right off mm-hmm. of highway 16 in uh brown street which is Highway P, yep. and uh, you you park up by the bridge. You know you can park off the side of the road there, and you mm-hmm. walk over, and you, and you look down, and and you'll see muskies and walleyes yep. coming up there to spawn. It's it, it is it's pretty, pretty cool. fascinating. I it mean, is cool. It, it, yeah. I drove past there on Thursday uh, night, and there was about six people standing on the bridge, pointing down. They had their yeah, kids yeah. out there. It's 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 a family yeah. thing. You know, they're yeah. taking their kids down there, looking at all the yeah. the fish and stuff. It's, it's nice cool. if it's a sunny day too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Then you can see better. Yeah, 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 yeah that's pretty definitely. cool. Definitely. So. So anyway, so we got a lot of stuff coming up in the outdoor world here in Wisconsin. Yeah, it's gonna be busy. Yeah, it's busy gonna year. be busy. Oh, and a lot of people. Except, and it, and it's well, has the wind died down. No, I oh, think no. It's, I think it's still blowing. <laughs> hey, you were talking yeah. the Muskie Zinc thing. Uh, so what are the events that are coming up now for the local? Club? Well, we have the Quad County Challenge, which is opening weekend. Okay, and then the following weekend, and that's on Pewaukee. It's on Pewaukee. Yeah. Or actually, um, yes, that one's on Pewaukee. And then the Muskies Inc. one is the following weekend. That is uh, Pewaukee, Okachi, or Oconomowoc Lake. Oh, so you can pick one of whatever lakes you okay. want. And then they have, that's our fundraiser. So, and if you don't want to fish. That's with the banquet after. That's with the banquet after at Sussex Bowl. And if you don't want to fish or just want to come out and hang out, you can just pay for the banquet. And there's wonderful raffle prizes and everything. Okay. So come out and have fun. So Lori, give us your Facebook page, how people can get in touch with you. It's Lori Scherf, L-O-R-I-E-S-C-H-E-R-F, Boo Buck Muskies. And Boo Buck is B-O-U. Yep, Buck, Buck Muskies. Muskies. So if they go on Facebook, yep, just put that in. Yep, they can click in. on there, and then I have an album on there with all the 
uh, musky baits, and they are all custom baits. You can have any color you want or blades, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't actually have them all made up. It's just, you know, whatever color you want. All right. Well, thanks for coming in You're today, welcome. Lori. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I know it was a nasty day to uh, come out here. Nothing but, else to do. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. Come, come hang out with us, Dummy. Right, yeah. right. Come hang out. All right. Let's Lori Scherf, and uh, we appreciate you coming in. No, hey, great you. trip down to Kentucky. Oh, oh my awesome. gosh. Great Epic. pictures, too. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's it, Danny. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah, that's all I got. To all the <laughs> listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, take a kid to a fishing clinic today. We'll talk to you all next week. Powerful as Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.